What is up, my... I can't even speak, you guys. What is up, my beautiful, wonderful, fantastic people? This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. Today would be June 29th, 2022. So, honestly, you guys, I've kind of been dragging my feet on recording this episode. I've been doing some stuff on social media before I jumped on here. I just got a text from Newsmax, and it was talking about Washington Times editor. Now, mind you, this recording date is may what's today may 4th yes so this text i got from newsmax says washington times editor warns of pelosi bill hr 6666 i was like lord i've number one i forgot about that bill i do remember it coming out in 2020 hr 6666 and i thought oh lord revelation like red flags coming up guys come on man and then I kind of, then I just get excited. I mean, I'm like, dang, Lord, you're right around the corner. You guys, I cannot wait until Jesus Christ comes back. I'm so excited about that. Oh, Lord, that's going to be a glorious day, you guys. Holy moly. And, you know, as I think about the times we're in, I think about God's faithfulness towards me. And you guys, I hope you're thinking about his faithfulness towards you. Have you been taken care of through all of this craziness? Come on, you guys. I want you to sit back and ask yourself the question. Have you and your family been provided for ever since this massive onslaught of tyranny has come upon the earth? Slavery, baby. Satan's world ruling. Come on. Reflect. Thank God he is a refuge and a shelter for the righteous. How do you, how do you become righteous, you guys? Let me tell you really, really quick. By believing God. It's very simple. Anybody can believe God. All you got to do is accept what you need from him through Jesus Christ, which is forgiveness, baby. Accept that into your life. Accept the Holy Spirit. Get him in your heart and start walking with him on the daily. That is really the heart of daily encouragement. The Lord already says, man doesn't live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. You guys, we got to be in the practice of spending time with the Lord every single day. Every single day. Get up in the morning and acknowledge him. Tell him what you need. Tell him what's on your heart. What are you thinking about? Whatever you do that keeps you distracted from getting into God's presence, whatever that is, I want you to start bringing that to the Lord. Oh man, Lord, I'm, I'm too busy thinking about the bills I got to pay or these kids I got to homeschool or this job I got to go to or whatever. Bring it to him. You know, when you're driving in your car, talk to God. Make it a habit of acknowledging his presence in your life. He's with you. Acknowledge that. You guys, we got to do that on a daily basis. The world is crazy right now, and it's not going to get any easier for anybody, right? But God is with us, and we got to rejoice in that, and we got to be bringing that to people. And, you know, I'm not going to get into what I was just going to say. This is going to be another, this will be a Facebook video. We're going to talk about um, your life being on the highlight reel, all right? We're going to talk about that on another video. So you guys be sure to join me on that. One of these days, I'm going to do it soon. By the time you hear this, I already done did the video. Go back to my page um, on Facebook, Daily Encouragement with Ashley Campbell. One of these days, I want to have my website have its own videos. So that way I don't have to worry about, you know, being on some of these platforms in order to be able to put a video out there for everybody. I want to be able to just have my own website, put my own videos on my website and not worry about getting shadow banned or, you know, they won't push the content out if I don't pay them, which I don't pay them. Everything I do is just, you know, I post it and let it go from there. So anyway, you guys, whew, a lot, a lot going on. 
exciting times for you guys, amazing times. So I want to talk to you guys today about stewardship. This is something that I was thinking about last week and it's really been sitting with me and I really need to let this sink in the way the Lord wants me to let it sink in. Okay. And I'm sharing this with you guys just in case there's anybody out there who needs this encouragement today. And uh, we're going to be talking about you are a steward. Did you know that? You are a steward. And we're going to talk about what that means. And I'm going to, you know, share with you guys some things that I was reading in a book. And then I'm going to get off this podcast. But before we dive into it, let's go ahead and pray, you guys. And then let's have this conversation. Uh, Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Lord, I just thank you for your faithfulness. I thank you for your love. I thank you, God, that you take care of us, Lord, that you know what we need before we even ask you. I thank you, God, for being with us in these times. Lord, we are living in some crazy times, but you are faithful, Lord, and you hear us, God. You provide for us. You are really, truly a refuge, Lord. And I just pray that we will shout it from the rooftops, God. We will proclaim your glory in our life, Lord, your reputation, your way of doing things, that we will not hold back, that we will not let people try to get in our heads and tell us that, you know, it's always it's always going to be difficult and all this kind of stuff. Lord, let us proclaim the goodness of the Lord in our lives and let us walk in authority with it. Lord, I pray you guide this conversation. Let us remember we are stewards. Lord, thank you for putting us in our places, God, and humbling us, Lord, to remember these things. I thank you, Jesus, for this day. Thank you for this time. Bless my brothers and sisters. Guide and direct this conversation. We love you, Lord. And we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Really quick, you guys, bear with me. So I just recently jumped on a new platform called Wisdom. And I'm going to go ahead and open up that app really quick and start a talk because I've only posted in, in Wisdom one time and I'm trying to be more active on there. So I decided I was going to start, oh, you know, doing a talk on wisdom as I'm talking to you guys. So basically wisdom is going to become another avenue for you guys to listen to the podcast. So I'm going to jump on this app really quick. Bear with me, you guys. Okay. And then, um, we're going to talk about what it means to be a steward. So hold on a second. Cause once I jump in, there's already conversations going on. Start a talk. Woo. Okay. So we got some tags. That looks good to me. Um, I don't think I need to do anything. Okay. I'm not sure what I do from here now. I agree. Okay. No hate speech. I wonder what that means, right? What's their definition of, of hate speech? <laughs> anyway. All right. You guys, hold on just a second. Let me get on this wisdom app and then we're going to talk about stewardship. Bear with me, you guys. Thank you so much. What is up, you guys? I hope I'm doing this right. Oh, never mind. Let's go to me. Let's go back to start talk. Home, start talk. Life coach. How do you do this? And what would you like to talk about? Oh, we're going to talk about stewardship. Stewardship, you guys. I'm so sorry. I'm totally doing this with you guys on here. Okay, now we can go. Let's go. You guys are so patient. I love you guys so much. Alrighty, you guys, what is going on? Wisdom app. Okay, so I told you guys I was going to start showing up on here. I'm actually literally recording a podcast as I'm talking to you guys. Bear with me. My podcast listeners are so patient. They are the best audience ever. But you guys, I wanted to start connecting with more of you here on Wisdom. And my podcast family, you guys out there, be sure to check out the Wisdom app. If you have anything on your heart that you want to share with people that you feel like you could benefit other people and add value to their life, you can go ahead and join this, uh, you know, wisdom platform and share everything you got with the rest of the world. The world needs what you have, guys. I talk about all the time. People need the grace of God that he's poured into your life. So anyway, we're going to be talking about stewardship today, you guys. 
that is something that the Bible talks about. And I don't think it's really talked about in such a way that it's very compelling, if that makes any sense. Okay. Um, you know, when I read the Bible, I want it to have an impact in my life. Okay. I want it to actually do something for me. And I'm pretty sure other people want the same results. I remember when I started following the Lord, you know, I remember thinking, what the heck does it even mean to be a Christian? There were so many people who were worried about the same stuff, worried about their life, what they're going to eat, drink, or wear, stressed out about the same affairs. And I thought, what is it need? Why, why is it even relevant to be a Christian if we're all going to worry about the same stuff? And so then when I started reading the Bible in Matthew 6, and he says, don't worry about your life, what you'll eat, drink, or wear, but seek the kingdom first and everything else will be given to you. I was like, wow, I didn't even know that that was a possibility. And it completely changed my life because when I was growing up, you guys, I was taught to worry about my life. I'm sure you guys can relate to me, you know, in, in that whole thing. We worried about what we were going to eat, drink, or wear. Um, I, my mom lived on food stamps, TANF. Uh, we lived down in a, in a 70s van. It was a red 70s van, Chevy van. It was a POS. And I remember when me and my mom, you know, my mom sold the trailer that we were living in. You guys ever live in a mobile home park, you know, mobile home park? My mom had this mobile home that she lived in. And she sold it for 2000 bucks because she could not, she didn't have the money to replace the roof on it. So we ended up, you know, kind of going all over the place for a couple years. And we ended up over in Eastern Washington and uh, we were living in this van down by the river, literally down by the river. I remember washing dishes and washing my hair as a kid, you know, in the streams and getting a brain freeze because it was so cold. But anyway, I, I share this story with you guys to let you know that I can completely relate to worrying about my life. So when I became a Christian, I was like, okay, Lord, if you say I don't have to worry about my life, I want it to be life for life. I'll follow you. I'll do whatever you want me to do. And you take care of me, right? You, you provide for my needs. And you guys, I got so many stories I could tell you of how the Lord has done that. So anyway, let me fast forward to a book that I was reading last week. I just finished it. It was a book from Dave Ramsey called Baby Step Millionaires. I don't know if that's something you guys are interested in, but I'm definitely a person who wants to be able to uh, do well with my money. And uh, God has really used Dave Ramsey a lot to help me with that. So I was reading his book, Baby Step Millionaires, got it finished. Well, in that book, he shared a definition of what it meant to be a steward. And I wanted to share that with, you know, my audience on here and, you know, my community, because like I said, I'm the kind of person who wants to actually, you know, experience the truth of what God has to say. I don't want it to just be a word and have no power in my life. And so I wrote down the definition of steward and I want to share with you guys really quick because this is practical stuff that we can use in our own life, especially if you're a Christian. So check this out. It says, uh, this was his definition in the book, Dave Ramsey's book, baby step millionaires. I highly recommend it. If you want to have a really strong financial foundation, he gives practical, a practical process for anybody, right? You know, it's very basic. Have a thousand dollars in an emergency fund, have all your debts paid off save three to six months of expenses and so and so you guys i'll i can do another podcast kind of talking about that a little bit down the road but anyway so stewardship let's go back to that he was sharing that in his book and he's it's an old english word and it, it just says it described a person who didn't own anything but only managed the affairs of the lord of the kingdom a steward enjoyed all the benefits of the lord's wealth he lived in a nice house had fine clothing and the best foods but he had no sense of ownership over any of it. And so that was just like, wow, it was very humbling. Number one, because everything I have, if I really think about it, 
has been God providing for me. You guys, I, I got stories. I can tell you, man, God provided cash for me and my husband to buy a house. We have seven children together. I've been with my husband for 21 years. I'll tell that story to you guys here on Wisdom sometime about how the Lord, you know, provided money for us to do that. We've been following the Lord for the last 15 years. We've been through all kinds of stuff. And if I look at my life, you know, it's all by us just believing the Lord was leading us, following his voice and, you know, different things coming up down the road. But anyway, I love this because it said a steward enjoyed all the benefits of the Lord's wealth. Now, who's our Lord? As Christians, it's Jesus. He's the Lord, right? So you guys are literally living off the wealth of your Lord. I was just like, wow. What the heck are we worried about then, you guys? I think sometimes we take way too much ownership. You know, we take our opportunities for granted. The things that we do have, we take it for granted. You know, there's so many things that we want to do, but we have to realize that we really do need certain opportunities, people, timing, all of that. You know, and I don't know if you guys know that scripture in Ecclesiastes, it just popped in my mind, but it says something like, there's a, a proper time and procedure for everything under the sun, though, um, oh, what's the last part of it? Though we can become frustrated. What's the, oh, you guys, I'll have to, I'll have to share that with you sometime. But there's a proper time and procedure for everything. And we don't always discern that. And that's why we get upset and frustrated because we don't always know the proper time and the proper procedure. The cool thing is, is God knows all that, right? And if you are living your life before him, if you are putting yourself out there before God, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're bringing everything you are to him. He's going to, he's going to guide and direct you on your path. Okay. And so he'll bring you into the proper time and procedure for everything. And you guys, I'm going to be honest. I wrestle with that with the Lord sometimes because there's things I want to do right now. I don't want to wait for certain times and opportunities. You know, it's kind of like when our kids want to grow up and mature and do certain things. You guys, I got seven children. My oldest is going to be 20. I got kids all the way down to four. I've been homeschooling all of them for the last 14, 15 years. So I do have experience when it comes to raising kids and you know, all my kids want to, you know, grow up and, and do things. And I, and I completely understand that, but there's a time and procedure for everything. Let me share a really quick story with you guys. My older son, he's 19. Okay. He's got a job. He's been working for, gosh, he's been working ever since he was 16. Okay. Um, so we ended up moving to Tennessee back in 2020. He's had his job right now for the last year. Well, I told him, I said, son, look with everything that's going on right now, I think it would be wise for you just to start, you know, saving up money for a down payment for a house. Okay. And so instead of making him pay me rent every month, he kicks in on the power bill. He gives me 200 bucks a month for the power bill, me and my husband. And then he saves 500 bucks a month. So, so far my son has saved up over 3000 bucks for a house. Okay. Well, there was this trailer next door that he really wanted to buy for $30,000. It's, it's pretty much right next to our place. Okay. He was super stoked about it. All right. And we made a deal with these people. Well, the very next day they had to back out on the deal. My son was crushed. He's been saving up money. He's been doing these things. He wants to get out on his own. Right. And I understand that. And then he was really disappointed and he, but he goes, you know, what, mom, maybe God's just going to give me more time to save up more money, you know? And I said, you know, son, with the way the housing market is and everything right now, that trailer ain't worth no 30,000 bucks. You guys in 2020 is only worth 14, but because demand is so crazy right now, right? I mean, you can sell your house super expensive right now and make a killing off of it. Okay. But uh, I told my son, I said, you know what? It, things happen for a reason and uh, it's out of our control. You know, they have their own reasons why they needed to back out of the deal. I completely understand. 
And I said, well, God's just giving you more time. God's just giving you more time to save up. So the point is, is everything has a time and we have to be able to surrender to that, right? As hard as it can be, as heartbreaking, as disappointing. I was super stoked for my son. He's gonna be 20. He was about to purchase his first house. That's amazing, you guys, especially these days for a kid that age, right? And it's funny because I run into adults, I'm telling you right now. I run into adults right now who call their 26 year olds kids. Do you know how irresponsible that can be? Do you guys get what I mean? Because in, the inner, in their minds, they still think they're children, but they have no credit. They're not being responsible with their money. They're making it rain, blowing, you know, blowing all their, blowing all their money, you know, spending all their credit cards, doing all this crazy stuff. And they're not, they don't have a good foundation, right? How many of you want to have a good foundation for your children? Right. And here's the thing. If we don't even have good foundations, what the heck are we going to teach our kids? But anyway, that was a complete side note from this podcast. You guys, we are stewards, right? So we are responsible with our Lord's wealth. Right. And as I was saying, we have opportunities at times for that to happen. But, um, sorry about that side story, guys. I just felt like it was kind of relevant. I don't want to make this podcast too long, but, um, I just wanted to bring up the fact that we are stewards of our Lord's wealth and there's nothing We don't have to stress like most people are right now. And if your life isn't going the way you want it to take a step back. And if you're, if you're a Christian, you know, you really have no excuse. If your life ain't going the way that you want it to, you just need to go talk to the Lord and ask him, Lord, what is going on here? Let me tell you something. God is not just the God of the spiritual. A lot of times people focus on, okay, there's God, but then there's my real life. He is very practical. Okay. Me and my husband, we were having issues with our oldest son. Now he's 20, but he was five at the time. So we're going 15 years back. When my oldest son was four or five years old, he was a little hellion, okay? I had him when I was 16, you guys. I was a kid when I had my son. I didn't know what to do. Me and my husband met when we were 15. Nine months later, I got pregnant. We ended up getting our first apartment when I was 18. But like like I was telling my kids last night, I said, you know, there was a time in my life when I was only focused on basically making sure that you had a roof over your head and you had food. I wasn't really into anything else, okay? I I didn't know any better. Well, (laughs) let me tell you, the fruit of that finally came to a head when he was five and whoo, Lord knows I needed help with this child. And so I started asking God, I was like, Lord, I need a parenting class or I need some resources, right? Like I'm gonna go nuts. I won't even have any more kids if this is the way it's gonna be. And how many parents do that these days, right? They got this kid that's raising hell and they're like, nope, I ain't having any more children. So me and my husband started praying and a friend of mine told me about this, uh, this parenting class that her daughter was doing, and it was called Growing Kids God's Way. And I went through that class and it completely changed my life, you guys. And this stuff was practical. It was beautiful. It talked about the, the beauty between the husband-wife relationship, how to uh, store morals into the hearts of your children. Um, you, it, was, it was foundational for the marriage all the way up through raising of the children. And it completely changed my life. It changed my husband's life and it changed the life of my children. I was able to get control or be able to figure out, okay, who is this child and what do I need to do? I got that figured out and we ended up having six more kids after that as a result of that practical, you know, wisdom being brought into our life. And that's the way it is, you guys. If you're a Christian and you are struggling, whether it be your marriage, your finances, any type of area, guess what? Just ask God, he'll bring resources into your life. You guys can be listening to a podcast like you're listening to this right now. You can be listening to anything. And somebody will say something that's going to speak to your need. Okay. You know, maybe it's, uh, you got issues with finances. Maybe you got to get your debt under control. Check out financial peace university. 
God uses these practical things to help us, you guys. He's gonna use people. People are God's grace in its various forms. Every single person on this planet has been in some type of shame hole. And if they became to Christ, God got them out of it. All right. And then he gave them wisdom that they are able to get to other people that can benefit you. And if you're humble and you're willing to, you know, look at your life and be truthful with where you're at and you want to get a different result, God will start bringing you resources, people, perspectives into your life that you can use. And if you're really serious about it, bring it into your life, integrate it and your life will change you guys. And it's going to be a beautiful thing. So anyway, you know, and I think that's part of being a steward too, being a, a being faithful to, to what you need so you can talk to your Lord about it. Right. And that's the, that's the other thing I was thinking about with the steward thing. The Lord has told us not to worry about what we're going to eat, drink, or wear, because there's a greater task that needs to be accomplished that only we can do. Do you guys know that human beings are the only ones who can literally display why Jesus Christ came? Jesus Christ came to show people forgiveness and to restore their lives. You guys know that human beings are supposed to rule and subdue the earth. Did you know you're supposed to be full in control of your life, making decisions, right? Not other people ruling you. You know how we have that type of culture? Oh, so-and-so knows what to do. I don't know what to do. I, I, you know, hire the professionals. Other people know, you know, let the government make decisions for us. Let them be tyrants and rule our lives, right? That's a side note right there. But you guys get my point. You guys are created to rule and subdue your life. And a lot of people don't give themselves that type of, of permission because you're so busy still judging yourself. Oh, we're sinful over oh, this or that. Why do you think Jesus Christ came? He came to give you your authority back. What the heck's the point of forgiveness if you constantly use your sins against you to from stop, stop you from moving forward? You guys get what I mean? Part of stewarding is knowing what you need. And so you taking a step back, okay, you got your basic things taken care of, right? What are other things? Asking the Lord for it and then completing the task. God is gonna give you everything you need on the practical side. It's just, you're here to reflect that He is that he's gonna do what he says he's gonna do. You guys get what I'm saying? So anyway, I just wanted to share that definition definition of stewardship with you guys today. You know, I'm trying to take these things, like I said, and apply them to my own life. And, you know, I think it's important that we have these kinds of conversations. So again, stewardship, you don't own anything, but you only manage the affairs of the Lord of the kingdom. Jesus Christ is Lord. The kingdom is God's kingdom, right? A steward enjoyed all the benefits of the Lord's wealth. You guys get to enjoy the benefits of Jesus Christ's wealth. He owns everything. Everything is his, okay? And you're gonna have, God, God will give us nice houses, fine clothing, and the best foods, but no sense of ownership. And I think that keeps us from being entitled when things don't go our way, so we don't get too frustrated and try to blame God for things not working out, right? You guys, I've done it. I'm just being honest. I've been frustrated with the Lord. Why aren't things moving as quickly as I want it to, right? Because he knows better. He's a father still. We're still children. Even though we're adults, you guys, we still have to submit to that process that we can't see everything. We don't know everything. So we have to basically appreciate his leading in our life, right? He knows what we don't. And, and in the meantime, just do the best with what, he, what, with what he's entrusted you with, right? So that's kind of where I'm at, you guys. And like I said, we have to know that our basic needs are taken care of so we can go about the greater task. The greater task is for you to reflect why Jesus Christ even came. To restore lives, save sinners, right? Make you a new creation, make you make you a child of God. You to reflect his glory in, in the world. You guys know what glory means? Very simple, exalted reputation. God wants to exalt his reputation through your life, but you have to be willing to recognize what you need and where you lack so that can be done. 
Okay. So you guys, I'm going to get off here. It's already been 23 minutes. You guys, thank you for listening today. I hope you all have an awesome rest of the day. Thank you. Wisdom listeners for being on here. This is only my second talk. Thank you podcast fam for being on here and listening to the podcast. You guys be sure to check out the podcast daily encouragement with Ashley Campbell, a brand new episode released today. It's called branches and sap where I walk you guys through some struggles that I was having back in October of 2021 and just different things the Lord was showing me. So if you guys need some more encouragement, be sure to check out the podcast. A new episode releases every Wednesday and uh, there's a ton of content. I created a life coaching series on that podcast that started January 20th all the way through May 21st. And it's a process that teaches Christians how to establish their identity and their character and in their values, not their performance, circumstances, or other people's opinions. So if you guys are really looking to do some deep work, go back on the podcast, look for the January 1st, 2020 episode when it's the introduction of the life coaching series and spend the rest five months of your life listening to that content. It's going to change your life. There's so much on there. Oh my gosh, it is loaded, you guys. So be sure to go to the podcast, Daily Encouragement with Ashley Campbell. So you guys, I appreciate you so much. I'll be back next Wednesday. Wisdom, you guys, thank you for all your support. Podcast listeners, I love you guys. Thank you guys for all the downloads. Right now, I think we're at 7.5, almost 7.5 thousand downloads on the podcast. I'd really like to take it to 10 by October. And uh, so this podcast can reach the world, you guys. So anyway, I'm gonna pop off here. You guys have an awesome rest of the day and I will talk to you next time.